Hello, my name is Nick Spasic, and you're listening to From and Inspired By, a podcast about soundtracks and the people who make them. On this episode, we speak with Dennis Greaves of The Truth about their music for 1987's The Hidden. Seven's The Hidden is a sci-fi action horror film directed by Jack Shoulder and starring Michael Nori and Kyle MacLachlan. As the back of the VHS describes it, The Hidden is about, quote, a series of bizarre inexplicable robberies and murders have LA police detective Tom Beck, Nori, totally baffled. And it doesn't help when mysterious FBI agent Lloyd Gallagher, MacLachlan, tells him that a demonic extraterrestrial creature is invading the bodies of innocent victims and transforming them into inhuman killers with an unearthly fondness for heavy metal music, red Ferraris, and unspeakable violence. End quote. The film's a really great underseen gem, although several articles last year and earlier this year for its 30th anniversary helped raise its profile. It's a very early role for McLaughlin and shows that directors were putting him into odd characters right from the start. The soundtrack, compiled by IRS Records, is one of several that the label put together around that time, and thus is uh, the second film in a row that featured Concrete Blondes, Over Your Shoulder, and Haunted Head, as did the previous year's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. There was never an actual soundtrack release, although Michael Convertino's score was put out by Varese Saraband, and The Truth It Hidden was released as a single by IRS. We spoke with The Truth's Dennis Greaves this summer about the band's work on the soundtrack and their experiences making a music video for the film's theme song. Good. How are you doing? Yeah, just watching the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. No, that's fine. Fine, not a problem. So I'm really excited to talk to you about the truth and the band's involvement in the hidden. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm kind of curious as to like sort of like the the tale of the band uh b- before that like i know you had been around for like 
several years bef- before that. Uh... Yeah, '83. We 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 had a couple of hit singles in England, um, and then '85 was our first tour of America uh, with an album Playground, um, and then we went back in '87 with an album called Weapons of Love, and. Um, I think uh, I think IRS or the publishers got a got a call to do the soundtrack for the film The Hidden, um, but it was Roy Thomas Baker who was the producer, who had of course done Bohemian Rhapsody and many Queen albums, and was a great engineer from from Trident Studios in in London. Um, so um, it was it was just astonishing that. Um, we were in in the company of this guy, you know, <laughs> um, to get to record a soundtrack for a movie. Yeah, amazing. Well, I know they used one of the tracks off of the the album that you had out on IRS Weapons of yeah. Love. Yeah, but also you recorded like the titular song, like not the the title song, plays over the end mm. credits, but you recorded you know the song the hidden um yeah what what's that process like did they like yeah they sent us a demo and it was horrible we hated (laughs) it and we wanted to make it you know in fact we did so much uh changing that we asked for for a co-write and uh, they politely told us to fuck off (laughs) 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 like no chance um, but we did change it so much. And Roy Thomas Baker said, look, you've got to make it your own. You know, Weapons of Love is such a cool riff. You know, um, we need a riff. We need to make it. I think we, we were talking about free, you know, Paul Rogers, Paul Kossoff. And we were sort of maybe thinking to make it, you know, uh, like when Rogers sings in a minor key, mm. you know, uh, sort of trying to make it uh, rock blues, I suppose. But just to give it a cool ed- element, you know, cause, uh, and the film being pretty sort of dark and cool and sort of funny as well, you know, um, we we just wanted to capture the mood really, um, and we put it F sharp minor, which is really you know a great great key. <laughs> And try to make it a bit, you know, a bit cooler than the the terrible demo we were given, you know. But great process, unbelievable process. And um, we were involved uh, at the end of it. We was involved in a terrible uh, earthquake uh, and and had to fly home. Um, And when we came back to do the video for the hidden, um, the the I think it was a factory. The the place we shot the video burnt down. Um, and when I came home from the earthquake, it was a hurricane. So I'd had earth, wind, and fire within <laughs> about a week. It was... I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Yeah, massive uh, earthquake in, in L.A. Flew home to the hurricane that hit England. Um, and then the studio, we recorded the video and caught fire. Um, so it's pretty eventful time. That's uh, maybe the f- film was jinxed. <laughs> so, did you? <clears throat> how long was it before you got to see the film? I think it was an 
another. Um, I think they were well into the film when we uh, started recording, um, so it wasn't wasn't too long after we saw the film. When you were like contacted about recording the song, did they explain what the movie was about? Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. sort of your response? Yeah, I'm wondering what the Americans would think now if there was an alien inside the president, or maybe they might be. <laughs> yeah, we was told. Yeah, all, all about it. Yeah, it was good. It was all briefed. What did What did you sort of think about the the idea of the the film when you heard what it was about? Yeah, typical, a sci fi ish type, you know, thing um, with a little twist. Yeah, it was it was fine. Um, the actor that played the lead role was in our video as well, and. Um, first time that I sort of come up to some charismatic acting like that, you know, <laughs> they're, they're wonderfully professional. Well, that was before he was yeah, all famous, too. That was before he got really famous, too. Yes, true. That's true. It's always good, that, isn't it? You know, I was there when he was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So after after you recorded that, you put out um, another album on IRS. Yeah, Jump, yeah. And uh, the band broke up shortly thereafter? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know what it's like. You, you know, the record company lose interest. Other things come along. You know, we come to a... We had seven years of the truth, and it came to an end um, naturally and, and nicely, you know. Um, and it was great. I, I, I did three three great albums, you know, ten singles. Um, it was really, really good, and we were extremely close. There was times when uh, we was on tour in America, and we 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 got in the car, and Weapons of Love was on the radio. We checked into the hotel, went into our room, put the telly on. We was on the heavy rotation on MTV video um, for Weapons of Love. And then, you know, it, it was just, I've never experienced, we were just on the edge of something, you know. Um, but of course, in America at the time, it took a lot to, to put a single in the top 40. We was definitely AOR and college. Um, but they get in the top 40, they needed to invest a lot, a lot of money, which IRS weren't prepared to do. Uh, but we were extremely, extremely close to having a, a big hit over there. Was it was it kind of uh, frustrating, like having recorded the Argent song "God Gave Rock and Roll" to you yeah. for Jump, yeah. like to then turn around, like? just like a few years later and see like kiss have a hit with yeah. it yeah exactly yeah yeah but that things happens you know there's always big guns isn't there that that uh that uh once they did it, it was, uh, <laughs> you know still a hit song a hit song when it first came out it's a hit song and um we just didn't um, get the promotion from our record company, and also, you know, Kiss is, uh, you know, a, a, a big hitters, aren't they? You know. 
Well, but you... Yeah, frustrating, you, though. <laughs> it could have been us. But then you, you got back together about uh, five or six years ago. What what, yeah. what brought the yeah, band back been, together? Yeah, we've been playing together, and it's been quite nice to to open up those songs again, you know. Um, we you, you sort of forget, as I said, it was seven years of my life, two tours of America, three albums. We never really stopped. Um, and... Um, when we got back, we started playing those songs and went, wow, you know, there's some good stuff there. So it's um, really real fun to... And there's no pressure now. It's really nice. You can just go out and play some, some gigs and play those songs and the fans can relive their, their... We had some great times at the Marquee Club in London. We had some great times around the country. The fan base was really passionate. You toured earlier this year with Squeeze. Um, yeah. What what uh, plans do you have for for the rest of twenty eighteen? Yeah, well, twenty. Funny enough, um, we toured with Squeeze in the states in eighty five. Um, so I toured with them. We we got um, we're recording some stuff. We're just doing some shows. Um, yeah, we're just uh, enjoying ourselves really, enjoying the music that we created back then and. Wonderful. Well, Dennis, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. This has been uh, quite Lovely. a delight. And send me, um, you know, um, an email with uh, the article or whatever you're doing with it. I'd love to know. I will. Uh, thank you should, very much. Yeah. Thank you again. In, enjoy the rest of the, the, the cup. Thank you for having me. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye, mate. for speaking with me. You can find information about The Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash thetruthplayground. You can find links to purchase all of the music you heard on the show in the show notes for this episode, which are at fromandinspiredby.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at fromandinspiredpod. You can subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts and Stitcher as well. Please hit up the podcast and click on the Give Us Money button to help pay for web hosting, long-distance fees, and to feed the cat you hear scratching at the door of my office. Uh, remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, and we'll be back in two weeks talking about FX's Atlanta with musician Bryce Hitchcock. Until then, thanks for listening. bothers me about these two guys, DeVries and Miller. Neither has a criminal record. 
They both led normal lives till a few days ago, and now they're killing people. You read minds, or was that just a shot in the dark? I read minds. Oh, yeah? What was I just thinking? That I'm full of shit. Impressive. Not really. Pretty simple to read.